Why would I want to see a movie about a guy who invented windshield wipers? I don't hey, care think how about, crappy his life. I don't care. Think about where we would is. be if we didn't have windshield wipers. We would. We You'd would. have people like on the road, like <laughs> sticking their arms out, trying to like wipe their windshields. Wouldn't you just take a towel and just kind of hit it? I mean, maybe you just you'd don't still drive. have to stick your arm out. Are you just don't drive and it rains? You're like, oh man, it's raining. Well, trips canceled, everybody. And, and how far would civilization? Flash of brilliance. How far have, has because civil- of the windshield wipers? Yes. I don't care about windshield wipers. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's cool. I'm glad, but it's not like we have a movie about every single invention ever made, even the ones that are like very impactful. Where's the one about peanut butter with George Washington Carver? Where would we have peanut butter and jelly without it? There's not a movie about. Is there a movie about George Washington Carver? <laughs> Maybe there is. Movie about George Washington Carver. I did not tell a lie. I invented a peanut butter. Anyway, um, there's a documentary. <laughs> it's the wrong one. I know. It's a different. I always got them confused for a while. Did you? But one is black. <laughs> Explain that, America. <laughs> and one is very white. Explain that, America. Don't cut your flu. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. I'm your host, Jose. And I'm your other host, Richard. Other host. Other host. The other, other, the other host. host. I didn't want to dignify your insult by calling myself co-host. Why? Because I feel like that makes me lower. Do you want me to say co-host no, first? No, I'm just saying, like, you said host, so I, just, I said other host. Why didn't you just say I'm your host? Because other host <laughs> sounds like, yeah, I'm like the other host. Like, other, you know? Like, I'm your other wife. Wow. Right? Like, I'm your first wife, but I'm your other wife. It's like, see the sound. I'm, I'm the side piece. Yeah, you're the Oh, wow. <laughs> Rick's your side piece, everybody. Um, welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. We're back. This chair is noisy. It's Okay. We got a noisy chair, <laughs> so strike one. Um, we've been gone for a few weeks. Strike two. My computer got Thanos. My computer got Thanos. Strike three. Um, so we were out for a couple weeks. But yeah. now we're back, and we've been like gnawing, chomping, chomping and gnawing at the bit, <laughs> like a like a horse that doesn't know what he's doing. Are you the world champion? Chomp, gnaw, the world champion. <laughs> yeah. Chomping and gnawing, chomp gnaw, gnaw. <laughs> I can't even think of an amalgamation. Ooh, big word. Um, to talk about Infinity War. Yeah. And by now, if you have, okay, here's the deal. It's been obviously a month. there's spoilers. We're gonna do the same thing we did last Jedi. If you haven't seen this movie already, shame on you. Um then you must be dead so good i mean i was gonna say good riddance that's not right <laughs> rest in peace <laughs> or pieces or little in the ashes or little ashes whatever, whatever. maybe you got thanos yeah. maybe you yeah. were gonna see the movie and you just disappeared into i went to that website if i would survive did you die i got thanos i did too and i was yeah. happy about it i wouldn't want to live in a world where everybody disappeared and just got, half population okay. well but everybody you know, most of it. If I didn't do it, then everybody else, I wouldn't care about anybody. Anyway, <laughs> obviously, didn't save the girl, didn't care. Um, <laughs> maybe that little girl was going to get Thanos anyway, yep. so why would I risk my life for it? <laughs> Robot, save me. I'm not going to get that. I got Thanos stuff. So anyway, um, so we're, today we're going to talk about Infinity War, and we're going to talk a lot about it. That's all we're going to do. This is yeah. all we're just talking this about. This whole episode is going to be about Infinity War. The next episode will be back to regular scheduled programming, but we've been waiting to do this episode for a while. We were going to record it a couple of weeks ago on schedule and i went to start at my computer and it did nothing it did nothing at all it just said nope well there's but there was lights yeah so it wasn't a power issue no it was just an old computer issue logic board yeah logic board i know nothing about computers although i sell internet you don't have to know anything about computers to sell internet no you really don't okay so let's 
Um, just talk about the start. Start off by talking about the movie. Okay. Um, let's do first impressions. Uh, so I've seen the movie twice. Uh, we we both of us saw it on opening night um, uh, together because we're buddies, and uh, I would say sometimes. <laughs> I would say opening night, I gave this movie a solid 9 out of 10. Yeah, so I don't see too many opening night movies. Yeah, like, I either. usually wait until maybe that Friday. Like, you know, I saw a bit Deadpool on Friday. But usually I wait until, like, a week after the movies come out. Because I don't like watching movies in theaters with people. Yeah. I go to a movie theater to watch it by myself. Duh. Obviously, isn't that yeah. what everybody does? So it was packed. We were in the front row. But... What I experienced was, and the reason I gave it like a 10 out of 10 was because the experience of it, people were cheering people when, you know, people came on screen like Captain America or, um, you know, when Thor was there and hit the thing, everybody gasped aloud and people were in the movie in it and it was a really great experience. A hundred percent. So that's what I gave first impression wise, a 10 out of 10. Upon seeing it the second time with my wife the following Sunday, Mm -hmm. eight out of 10. Yeah, I would give it a little like eight. Eight out of ten is a, gen, a, a good. I, yeah. I would actually go to seven. Yeah, I mean, and so we're going to talk about that. So let's let's talk about the the movie. What happens in the movie? Okay, and we can interject all along right. the way. So the movie starts off straight after where Thor Ragnarok uh, basically ends. Did this make you angry? No, not that it started off there, but the opening sequence. Uh, no. It was. It didn't give me time to like get into the movie at all. Like it just starts. Yeah, but w- what I mean is, is because so what happens is the, obviously it starts right after that. They're yeah. on the ship, and, and Thanos has killed everybody. Yeah, or half of the people. The whatever. voice doing the distress signal, yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Really? Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, is that the guy? Wait, why is weird? Why is he doing that voice? There was it was a it was just, just a, a thing. because he did the very first yeah. Thor movie. So they were like, hey, you know, you can do this distress signal. Uh, for the Asgardian ship. Because we're going to kill all the Asgardians. All of them. Like, well, they didn't all die, obviously, right? No. <laughs> so, okay. So, the, the, I would say the biggest questions here. All right. So, the, the scene opens up. Everyone's pretty much decimated. You have the children of Thanos who... You have Ebony Maw who's doing this kind of introduction to what's going on. Telling them that, you know, they're going to... They've received the privilege of dying behalf of Thane, on behalf of Thanos and becoming part of his, you know, ultimate plan. Um, you see... He's walking on Black Dwarf. Yeah. You see, um, you see all the children of Thanos there. Um, you see uh, Loki kind of get confronted uh, by um, by Thanos and Ebony Maul, like discussing his failure and everything like that. And then you get to see him throw in the line, "We have a Hulk," and you get you, you finally get to see the Hulk and Thanos like right from the beginning. Toe. It was good, just man. go toe to toe. It went it went action like super action packed. Yeah, I mean it was that that quick scene like it was like a minute and a half mm-hmm. of them fighting was like watching like a heavyweight mma fight yeah and it was just it was it was brutal and it was it was great like you got to see like how powerful thanos is I mean, at this handily, point handily handily took out hulk yeah like, which no one else has been able to do oh no i mean even the thor and hulk fight i mean you know thor had him on the ropes but it took a while in a, it was yeah. a pretty long battle this was like Thanos got punched a few times, what, assessed the situation, and then just beat him down. The other thing I liked about this is the way they they made Thanos. He's a big character, like he's a large figure, mm-hmm. right? And in this fight, whereas like the Hulk is very much like just like a smash and grab kind of kind of fighter, um, you got to see Thanos be very calculated. Oh yeah, and how like he was going to handle himself. Um, so we see this fight, 
everyone's pretty much dead uh banner gets you know hulk hulk basically gets to the point where he goes he turns back into banner he's starting to at this point and then heimdall what's that no he's not yeah he was starting the hulk no he was starting to transition already you can start to see anyway you can start to see the human features come out whatever heimdall then uses the last bit of his energy asks for the dark power to run through him one last or the dark magic to run through him one last time to beam bruce banner back to earth um and then you, we get to see Heimdall die. We see Loki die, and as a uh, as he attempts to save his character a little bit, he goes after he goes after Thanos really briefly, but then he gets choked to death. Oh, yeah, he gets choked out, man. Yeah. He breaks his neck. Yeah. Um. So what I meant. So this is like you had this whole movie of Thor Ragnarok yes. about. Oh, because Jenny Nicholson said something about this, and it was interesting because I thought about it more and more, and I'm like, wait a minute. The whole point of Thor Ragnarok was, oh, Asgard's not a place. It's a family. It's the people, blah, blah, blah. And then half the people just get wiped out, decimated. You're like, oh, wait, they didn't get rescued, really. They, yeah. That's kind of sad. It's a sad, it's a sad ending for Thor Ragnarok. It really is. Yeah. Like, like as a, as kind of like an epilogue. Yeah, to, because it's like the next scene. It's this, what happened? They yeah. were flying and then they came across that ship. Right. And Thor Ragnarok. And now this is what happened. Yeah. Um, so, uh, of course, there's a question there is like, okay, well, are all the Asgardians dead? Yeah, where's Valkyrie? And, right, where's Valkyrie? Where's Korg? Where's Meek? Um, from everyone's postulating, everyone's theorizing that as they were as their ship was being attacked, that Thor sends those three because he trusts Valkyrie the most to take as many survivors as she can okay. off ship. So then, did then Thanos kill half of the people? Or did he? <laughs> okay, well, so we'll get to that point, right? We'll get to that point because that's obviously a valid question. So that that scene is super quick. There's a lot packed into it, and then we end up. Where do we end up? We end up right back on Earth, right, with Tony uh, and Pepper. Yeah, Tony and Pepper starts yeah. with them. Do you want to go in this that? notion? So Tony and Pepper walking through the park, and Tony is relating to Pepper basically that he had a dream um that they had a baby and he was saying like he was basically asking her are you pregnant and then they talked about wanting to have a family and she was like we can't because of this she points to his chest he still has the piece because it's his new armor yeah and he's still trying to protect what he holds dear on his own creating he's, insurance yeah. plans. and yeah, you know it's interesting because he's he's destroyed all his suits you know in iron man 3 and he kind of has done some things like creating Ultron, <laughs> right? And so, and then having the fight with with uh, Steve, kind of realizing that you can't do it on your own, and you're not always going to be right. Yep. And um, and so then, as soon as he's like saying, "Let's go have dinner," to this he gets a he gets a, a communique from uh, Stephen Strange, who just appears, yeah, out of a, out of a, out of a wormhole, and says, "Hey, you got to come with me." Um, wait, does that mean that? No, so then Thor, then so it started with Steven, it's a strange and Wong, right? It started yeah, with strange right. and Wong because uh, and Banner falls through the Banner falls through the thing. It says Thanos is coming. Then it yeah. goes to um, it goes to a Stark. Yeah. And so anyway, so then he goes, you know, back to this uh, Strange's what do they call it? Sanctum Saint- 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 And you know, he hears from Bruce about Thanos, and they talk about it, and yeah. and he basically comes, you know, since. Uh, Bruce has been gone for two years. He's like, well, why don't you call him? Why don't you call Steve Rogers? Because they're looking for, um, who are they looking for? Uh, Vision. Vision. They're looking for Vision because they yeah. know that he has one. He has the other. He has the Infinity Stone. Stone, and so they're looking for uh, Vision. He says, who knows where Vision would be? 
And Tony says, well, probably Steve Rogers. He's yeah. like, well, just call him. He's like, there's been a lot of stuff that happened yeah. in two years. Which I thought was handled terms. really well. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there was a lot of story that they had to they had to kind of bring back together. Like, there was a lot of people who were missing, who were doing other things, like, you know, Hulk and uh, Thor. So I felt like they connected those dots. Because really, the last really well. time they were together was Civil War. Yep. Right? And it's been, I mean, it doesn't no, seem... No, no, no. Who? Cap and uh, Captain America and Iron Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Civil War. Civil yeah. War. Yeah. And so it doesn't look like it's been too much time yeah. before then. Maybe maybe not even a year. I don't know. It didn't seem like it's been that much time. Maybe yeah. probably a year, right? Um, so not a lot of time. Maybe less than that, actually. Because he's been gone two years already during Civil War, right? Uh, roughly. Maybe. So, yeah. yeah, it's somewhere around that time. So it's been, it's been, a, it's hadn't been too much time since they last tussled. So, but you're still kind of wondering where is everybody at? Why are they not, you know, what have they been doing? Yeah. Um, so then they hear a rumble. And this is our first introduction to a fight with the Black Order yeah. because Ebony Maw and Black Dwarf. I don't know what his stupid name is in the thing. I don't know why they just call him Black Dwarf. Probably for political reasons, but I, it's a great name. Yeah. Anyway, because uh, he's a huge hulking monster. Yeah. Um, so it's Tony, uh, Stephen Strange, and Wong against Ebony Maw and Black Dwarf. Yeah. Bruce and, Banner's there, too. And Bruce Banner's there, too, but he can't turn into a Hulk. And that was yeah. a hilarious scene. Um, so then... Uh, Peter Parker sees the ship, the big old circle ship, yeah. and he gets his first spider sense, which yeah. was really cool to see too. And I love that to where he tells he tells Ned he goes, um, and he's he goes, I need you to cause a distraction. He goes, okay, we're all gonna die. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, it, but it was quick. Like even when I'm talking about it, it just this is the clip that it talked about. All this stuff is just happening, 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 happening. Um, and so you're kind of like sitting on the edge of your seat, like watching this unfold and there's not, it lets up for just a second and then it just kicks into overdrive. Yep. And so there's a fight between, um, Ebony Maw and them and also Black Dwarf. Call Obsidian. Call, Call Obsidian. You're looking them up. Yeah. Stupid name. But that's their name. That's their name. Yeah. That's their whole name. In the, in the comic books, they were yeah, called Call Obsidian. The Black Order. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so... What did you what did you think about also there's this thing where you know Tony's telling Doctor Strange to hide and you know like take the time yeah, stone take the time stone away. away and get away yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't do it. Yeah. Um I think it's it's putting two very egotistical characters mm-hmm. in in the same place and wanting to be the hero. Yeah. To, Tony feels like he's I think he feels like he's kind of earned the privilege of being the hero um throughout this entire storyline. You know, he got to see the vision of Everyone it's been dying. 13 minutes. Your, been your dinner has burnt. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Your dinner's burnt. Yeah. Might as well just put it in the trash. Yep. Just throw it in the trash. Order takeout. Yeah. yeah maybe Grubhub it. Who knows? Instacart. Or that's groceries. You can Instacart and try to make dinner yeah. again, but it's too late. It's too just late. Just Grubhub it. You know what you've done. You know, Anyways. You know what you've done. <laughs> um, Papyrus. <laughs> uh, two very egotistical characters. Tony's seen this from start to finish pretty much mm-hmm. um at least until captain captain marvel comes out uh and nick and we get to see young nick fury and young um what's his face uh clark Gregg's character oh really old colson yeah we're gonna see the the oh uh, yeah that's right they yeah. talked about the birth of colson but Not like his birth but you know, <laughs> he comes out a full grown character man. <laughs> he, goes, uh, he probably was born a full grown man, man but you get to see these two egotistical characters that you know feel like they've earned the right tony has the technology and has been through this the longest Doctor Strange has the magic and he is now the Sorcerer Supreme. So I feel like they both want, kind of want the honor of saving the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And you kind of get to see that play out. 
Um, I also like so there's this, that scene where Bruce is trying to get the Hulk to come out. Yeah, and it's interesting because but you know all the other incarnations of the Hulk. It was just like uncontrollable. Yeah. And it seems like now, other than him being gone for two years and, and to being taken over, it's not like he can control. I don't think he can control the Hulk. But they but, can communicate. But they communicate to each other. That's yeah. the thing. Is like, I think that's the overall thing in that um, when the Hulk was gone, I feel like Bruce chose Died. to hide because yeah. he was upset about what had happened. You know, he was upset that he, because uh, when he left, it was during... Ultron. Um, Ultron. Yeah. And so he lost control. Yeah. Right. And got angry and just, you know, because of Scarlet Witch, hurt a bunch of people. Yeah. And then, you know, saving the day during that fight, but he still has to live with what he's done. He realizes, I can't be here. This yeah. is not good for me. And so I think he allows the Hulk to just take over. So do you think in Avengers 4, we might get to see the MCU version of Grey Hulk? No, I just think they'll keep the same Hulk and yeah. he might. Um, there might be some more. It's going to come to a fruition, right? Yeah. It's something's going to happen. It'll be the end of the trilogy. So either Hulk is going to. You mean it might be Green Hulk, but he's has the intelligence of Banner, like yeah, yeah. So that's um, what I'm saying. Like the MCU version of Gray Hulk, because they're obviously not going to change his color. Yeah. Okay. okay at this point, um, something, something along those lines. Yeah. I think it'll be where he can, you know, because you kind of still see it at times. Yeah. Like he has a little bit of control and a little bit of, but in there, and this definitely is a lot. Is for sure. Like you can see the the different personalities yeah of them which i like that they played with that during this movie it's because bruce can't get the hulk to come out at all it's yeah. so hilarious um and so anyway uh, it turns out that ebony maw um captures dr strange after a really cool fight and yeah. i mean ebony maw is probably one of the villains that i'm like okay how are they going to defeat this guy well and it was interesting because you know that's not his power in the comic books no he's just a master um manipulator mm-hmm. right but it was i felt like it was interesting that they gave him telekinesis and this really really strong uh, uh ability with it yeah because otherwise like i didn't know how they were going to play that out where he's just convincing people to do what he wants i mean i can get that in the comics it, you know what it, the problem is it would have been way too similar to scarlet witch when she was infecting yes. their minds and and, the, and again it's this whole taking it it's it's like a mind control so they've had mind control in the last two avenger yeah. movies i don't think you should have mind control in this one no <laughs> i think that's what they i think honestly that's what they thought it's like we probably shouldn't have mind control in this yeah. one. we've had it twice already let's stop let's yeah. stop doing that uh, i agree with that thought it was a good shift for his powers yeah um and he was very adept at using them yeah so which is really cool uh and so he takes uh, dr strange and peter comes along for the ride yeah because he was told to get the wizard yep um and that whole fight sequence was really cool because you have tony over there fighting stupid black coal obsidian whatever and then you have dr strange fighting ebony mall until he gets knocked out yeah and then peter's trying to fight him and and there's this one scene where peter's chasing after him and he's about to he's trying to hit him with the web and ebony mall with his back facing peter not even realizing that peter's there because peter just came on the scene throws a sign sign at him and i was like whoa okay this guy's awesome he goes not cool yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, so they go to the spaceship, and then um, Iron Man, you know, I guess, oh, Wong comes and takes Black Dwarf away. Remember, he, he did the portal. He and, doesn't take Black Dwarf away. He just goes back to Sanctus Matorum. No. He throws him to, like, some ice wasteland yeah. or something, cuts his hand off yeah. with a portal. And then so then Tony's able to go and try to rescue yeah. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Uh, they're going too high in altitude. Spider-Man's hanging on, but he's losing, you know, yeah. he's, he's losing oxygen. And then we see the coolest thing ever, the Iron Spider costume, yeah. which is great. Yeah. 
I mean, in, in this next scene where they're fighting on uh, one of the ships that Ebony Maul is controlling uh, to get back to Thanos' ship, which I forgot the name of it. The um, big ship? Yeah. Big I, ship. Yeah. Big Thanos <laughs> big ship. ship. Big Shane. Did they ever talk about it? Did they ever say the name? It has a name of it. Has yeah, a but name, they never talked. Well, see, what? that's weird. Like, they never said the name. So how do we get to know what the name is? <laughs> um, I'll have to look it up. Uh, big Thanos ship. Big Thanos ship. <laughs> the, the, the BTS. <laughs> um. That scene where like you get to see uh, Peter kind of come along for the ride, um, you see Peter Parker, not Peter Quill. Yeah, Peter Parker. Uh, uh, you see Peter Parker. You, you see him and and uh, Tony kind of have this kind of father son interaction where he's like, "Don't tell me you thought this through because I know you didn't." And he throws the, like, "I can't be a neighborhood your friendly neighborhood Spider Man if there's no neighborhood." <laughs> and it was a cheesy line, but he was like, "You know what I'm saying." Um, and th- that was just done really, really, really well. Um, and you, you got to see a lot of like really cool interaction. Q ship. Really? I hope that's not what it's called. This is called the big Thanos ship. Yeah. It's called the big Thanos. Ship. Um, you get to see Ebony Maul start interrogating, um, uh, Dr. Strange. Well, those, those weird crystalline, those weird crystalline surgical instruments. Yeah. That looks crazy. <laughs> um, and then you get to see Peter, Peter Parker throw in another pop culture reference, which made all of us in our mid thirties feel old. The alien, you <laughs> yeah. ever seen that movie Aliens? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, um, um, and Ebony Maul gets sucked out. Yeah, uh, during the big fight. So before I think this is this they cut before that scene, they cut to um, the the um, the Milano, the Milano. Yeah, in and space. So it's so cool because <laughs> yeah, so you you see um, the the feel of the movie is definitely an Avengers movie uh-huh. in the beginning. Then like you get a little bit of Spider-Man homecoming. That's kind of that, you know, interaction yeah. it's still uh, Avengers movie. Then you see the, the words at the bottom that says in space yeah. and it's the, the guardians of the galaxy lettering. Yeah. And then the theme totally shifts to the guardians of the galaxy. And it feels like you're now in a guardians of the galaxy movie. I thought those, those scene shifts were good in the beginning to establish. Yeah. Um, teams, yep. and then when it all came together, it, it was the same movie. Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was really a visual way to represent what's going on in the yeah. movie in this narrative. I will say, and I think this needs to be said: what Joss Whedon did with the first Avengers movie was outstanding. Yeah, like we saw something that hadn't been done before. Um, People thought bring, it probably couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Yeah. I mean, Justice League, I feel like, is a testament to that. Exactly. Of like how easy it is to mess this up, um, and that even had Joss Whedon trying to fix it and mm. r- r- steer the ship or course correct. Um, but what he did with the, with the very first Avengers movie was fantastic. But what the Russos did with, I mean, how many characters did we have in this? What? 32, something like that. At Some least, r- man. It was ridiculous it was amount. Insane. The way they tied in all these different franchises or sub franchises in the big MCU franchise was just amazing. I mean, they they stuck to their guns. I felt like they they gave everyone enough talking points to be recognized, even like the minor characters like Mantis and um, uh, Drax. Well, every single this is this again. Every single person, just like in Civil War, yeah. had a use. Yes, they they weren't throw throwaway characters. I that I can remember. I, even Mantis, like you would think Mantis would get yeah. put in the background of the yeah. movie because she's not that important of a character. No, but. I mean, she was very important to this movie. Yeah, hundred percent. And and Drax too. Like they're all. Yeah. I mean, they're all very important in the movie. Even yeah. Groot. Like you think all these characters are probably not going to be important. They're they're very important. They to turned the movie. a lot of side characters into into really big 
like mm-hmm. main parts of the story. 76 uh, cast members. 76, that's ridiculous. 30 heroes in one scene alone. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane. So, all right. So we're going to have to start speeding up this review because oh, we're spending we're, we're spending too much time we're spending a lot of time in like de- dissecting all these scenes so i mean okay we can go through the scenes yeah. over and over again but basically i'm gonna run through the whole movie yeah. really quickly um so they find out that thanos is coming to earth to yep. find the infinity stones um that's what thor finds out and so he's like hey we got to go here um so he decides he wants to make a new weapon yeah he needs a new weapon to, to kill thanos they also decide to have to go to uh, nowhere in order to find Thanos because that's where the reality stone was left yeah. by Thor. They go to uh, they go to nowhere. They split up. Peter and Gamora go to nowhere. Uh, Thor and Groot and uh, uh, Rocket go to uh, the star where he's yeah. going to make a new hammer. It was stupid. Yeah. I, that Cole quest reminded me of the casino scene in Last Jedi. Yeah, 100% so I really, agree. I was really like, uh, you could have just done this without me yeah. seeing it. He could have just came, he could have just came back with the axe, and I'd be like, yeah. that's awesome, cool, yeah. whatever. Cool. I don't care. about Don't this. care how he got but it. But Groot had to be a part of it anyway. Yes. So they get to nowhere. We, oh. but also during that trip to nowhere, Gamora reveals that she knows something. Yes. That if Thanos captures her, she that wants she Peter wants Peter Quill yeah. to kill her, and so. So they go to... It's also where we get the best... One of the best scenes in the movie, Drax, showing his power of invisibility. Invisibility. <laughs> I'm standing here 30 <laughs> minutes. Anyway, um, so they go to nowhere, and they, it looks like everything's, you know, it, that Thanos hasn't been there, and then he shows up, and Gamora kills him. Yeah. But he already had gotten the reality stone and has made it seem like that's what happened, yeah. changing reality around them, and he leaves with Gamora. He takes her. Peter tries to kill her. can't because Thanos turns, <laughs> turns into a bubble gun. Um, and so he captures Gamora, has her on the ship. Uh, meanwhile, they, you know, Tony and them kill Ebony Ma and then decide they're going to go to Titan yeah. to fight Thanos on his home yeah. world instead of going back to Earth. Because um, they decide that it's better to fight him on his home planet than it is to bring the destruction back to, bring, to Earth. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that like the Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. all these things where... You know, the Avengers have been criticized for, yeah, they save the day, but at what cost? At what cost? And so he's trying to mitigate cost there. And so then, they, you know, the, the whole thing is Corvus Glaive, who's another one of the Black Order, along with Proxima Midnight, attack Vision and, and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, who yeah. have been seeing each other secretly because they're on both different sides of the team, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, Corvus Glaive injures Vision. Hardcore. Hardcore with that yeah. with that blade, which is interesting, man. It couldn't phase out. And so he's hurt. Um, then Captain America shows up in the middle of that fight yeah. with Scarlet Witch. I mean, Scarlet uh, Black Widow yeah. and um, Falcon. Yep. And they fight them. They beat them up, save the day, whatever. And then they decide to go to Wakanda because they need to get the stone out of his head. And he knows a guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and they, they need to destroy it, basically. They need to destroy the stone, but they don't want to yeah. kill Vision. And yeah. Vision is willing to sacrifice himself. Um, but Scarlet Witch really can't. She loves Vision. You know, after talking with a few people about this part with Vision, I don't feel like Marvel has done the best job of maybe explaining that Vision is a machine. And not a person? And, and not something that... Because they were like, okay, well, he got cut. Like, why couldn't he just like... like oh, why couldn't he just heal? Yeah, why right? couldn't he just heal? Because he's a machine. Because yeah. he's a machine. It's, um, it's tissue, organic, yeah. kind of, but it's still... he's, a, he's Like, a, he's a very advanced machine. Yeah. But I feel like they should have maybe done a bit better of a job throughout the entirety of the movies and maybe reinforcing that. I don't know. Maybe they don't need to. A lot of people that I've talked to like at work and just like in, in passing didn't understand that Vision was 
in actuality just a robot. Like he's he's yeah. just a very advanced well, he's a robot with a conscious, machine. Yeah. but it's not even a human consciousness no. either. It's a conscious. It's a simulated together. consciousness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I think you're right that that wasn't really clear because yeah. I would have been like, just kill him. Yeah, like, who cares? He's not even dying. Just take the stone and destroy. It. Why are they yeah. keeping this guy alive anyway? This doesn't yeah. make any sense. Couldn't they just recreate it or do something right. anyway? So they go to Wakanda because Shuri can probably figure it out, yeah. right? Um, and so that's when they see Black Panther, and it's awesome. And it's you know, it's so soon after Black Panther, you get that same feeling yeah. of being there. Um, and then what happens? I would say probably after that, we cut back to Thanos's Thanos's ship. Yeah, so Thanos um, shows that he has. Uh, What's her name? Nebula yep. on the ship, torturing her. Yep. Uh, Gamora, you know, is worried. Whatever. Then he it, he tells uh, she Thanos finds out basically that he knows where uh, she knows where the my uh, no the uh, soul stone soul is. Stone is on so it's on Vormir. Anyway, they go to Vormir and they meet the Red Skull, which was a surprise again that the Red Skull was there when that moment happened on screen. It was like. Because we just talked about this a few episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, where's Red Skull? Like, where's Red Skull? Yeah, like, he's, a good villain. he's one of the greatest villains, and they just kind of w- pushed him aside and like washed him away into the ether of things. While I liked having this, yeah. it was kind of a throwaway for me. Unless he's going to show up in the next movie or something. I think it was just a good nod. I guess. To, I, I don't. It wasn't Hugo Weaving. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Ross Markhand. Yeah, who was in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I, maybe. I'm. I don't know. I kind of was like, eh, cool, but I still really like, enjoyed. After it. After the second viewing, I was like, I don't care. Um, yeah. And so, uh, in order to get the Soul Stone, Thanos has to sacrifice something he loves the most. He sacrifices Gamora. She dies. He gets the Soul Stone. So now yeah. he has the Soul Stone. All he needs is the Mind Stone and the Time Stone. Yep. He goes back to Titan because everybody's supposed to be there with his with his stones. Yep. And he finds uh, the Guardians have now came to Titan as well um, to try to find to try to fight Thanos. Run into the other Avengers that are there. They team up, come up with a plan, almost get the freaking gauntlet off. Yeah. But then Peter Quill realizes or finds out that. Thanos has killed Gamora. Yeah. And he freaks he has out. He an emotional breakdown. And he starts hitting him, and they lose the grip on him, yeah. on, on Thanos, and then he handily beats everybody's butt. Just everybody. Decimates and everybody. They did a... I think everyone wants to be mad at, at Star-Lord, uh, Peter Quill, for this. I mean, he did kind of screw everything up. Yeah. And there's a lot of questions that have been asked about why didn't they just cut off his arm? Yeah, why didn't they just cut off his arm? And at that point... So, Tony hadn't made his his arm into a sword yet. He he hadn't done that yet. He hadn't he hadn't made his suit form form a sword yet. Um, he doesn't do that till the almost to the very end of the fight. At that point, they're all they weren't really working together as a as a team. They and, were pretty teamy, well, man. I, I don't mean, know. Okay, so maybe that's not the right choice of words. They were all trying to do their their part. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to realizing, as opposed to just... someone just going rogue and just chopping off the arm, like it, it like I, I've heard some commentary on this, and it's kind of like if you're in the middle of, they really uh, should just chop his arm off. What's up? They really should just chop. They arm should off. have. They should have. But if you're in the middle of this, like you're not necessarily thinking like what's the easiest way to do this, right? Yeah. You're trying to do your small part. Well, and, and then also like on. they're goody, they're good people. So, so they're they're not just going to chop an arm off right. on purpose. But I find it interesting because they chopped Cole Obsidian's arm off. Wong yeah, they did. did. Wong did. Could have done the same. Wong, th- Wong don't care. Could have <laughs> done the exact same thing here, but they yeah. never did that. It was kind of weird. Anyway, yeah. point being, it's, it's a movie. Who cares? Yeah. So anyway, they don't get it off. Thanos beats everybody, and then um, he almost kills Tony Stark. Yeah. And before he does, um, Doctor Strange says, "No, wait." 
Because bef- yeah, t- here's the time zone. He yeah. gives the time zone. The thing he's been protecting this whole time, but it's because he looked at 14 million futures. Uh, well, you know, before the fight, yeah. and realized there's only one path yeah. to win this. Um, so anyway, back on Wakanda, there's a big battle between Proxima Midnight, Corvus Glaive, and their armies. Which means Peter Quill had to do that. Maybe. Because if, if this is if this is where the path leads them to, that had to be done. So, Peter, which, you're off the hook. Which which is probably why Doctor Strange didn't stop him. Maybe. Unless this is... Uh, who knows? Anyway, well, I guess we're going to find out in the next movie. Yeah. So then they're in Wakanda. There's a big old, big old, huge battle between uh, both Everybody. the teams. <laughs> yeah, everybody's basically there except the team that's on Titan. Um, and, uh, vision almost dies again. They never, they don't really get it off in time. And he's fighting Corvus Glaive who snuck in the back way. Um, there's really awesome, cool fights between everybody that's going on. Yeah. They kill Proxima Midnight. They kill Col- Obsidian Colt. Speaking, Col- speaking of that scene where they kill Proxima Midnight, when they, whenever they do this Black Widow movie, which they've slated for phase four, I want Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, Okoye. That was as pretty a team cool. Up. That was a really it cool team It was a team great up. team up. Oh, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, eventually uh, Vision is in the woods and the battle has kind of the, they've decimated the generals so the all the little soldiers are trying to leave yeah. and they're blowing up ships and so they've won the day um, in Vision they couldn't get it off though and they know that Thanos is now coming Yeah, and then Thanos appears yeah. and he's there and they're trying to stop him and um, Vision says okay go ahead do it you need to do yeah. it to Scarlet Witch and so she destroys the uh, Mind Stone yep. and then while, while while she's holding Thanos back, well, yeah, she's, she's pretty badass. Yeah, so she's holding Thanos back with her with her hex powers yeah. and destroying the mind stone, and then he like comforts her and says, "You tried, yeah, Good. nice try." Good and effort. He uses the time. He uses the. He time. puts a little. He puts a little star on her on her he, on I her think board. He patted her on the head, yeah. and then he uses sweet the, child. He uses the time stone to reform vision. Um, vision yeah, and then just rips. The time, the mind stone out of his head. Yeah. Vision goes black and falls down with a yeah. big old hole in his head. And then he puts it in and now he's got all the stones. And then uh, Thor, who had appeared later and really awesomely, yeah. comes and chunks the axe right into his chest. Yeah. And then he runs up to him and pushes it further in his chest. And you can tell that Thanos is like, I'm going to die. And he goes, this is the best line ever. You should have gone for the head. Yeah. And then snaps his fingers. Which I'm so happy they did. Yeah. I'm so like... I mean, just the the fact that they 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 paid enough tribute to the comic book uh, story that they brought the snap in. Like, a how does he snap when he has a giant metal gauntlet on his hand? Um, but he had B full range of motion. <laughs> it was just done so well. Like, just, how does he snap? Just just that snap, like that one scene, and just how like confused everybody is. Like, what's happened? What, what oh, just dude, happened? it was like. There was cheers in the theater. There was all this stuff. Yeah. And then he snapped his fingers and it was like silence in the yeah. theater. Everybody's like, what? Just. Yeah. And you could tell on their faces. And then and then he uses the um, the uh, the space stone to teleport. Yeah. To just- and I also like how he, once he got the space stone, because he got it from the Tesseract, right? Then he was able to teleport around. Like yeah. every stone he got, let him do something different. Yeah. Um, and he used him pretty, pretty well. Yeah. I mean, because that's a powerful, that's a powerful MacGuffin. Yeah. Right. And um, so then he 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 teleports away, and then people start uh, dissolving into ash. Yeah, certain people just uh, so it's like uh, think Black Panther, uh, Bucky, uh, Bucky goes, Bucky goes, yeah, Black Panther, Falcon, uh, Falcon went, um, uh, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, she went, um, uh, basically uh, every non 
original Avenger, yeah. except for War Machine. Uh, War Machine stayed stayed behind, That's but true. all all the uh, OG Avengers that have been and there from the beginning. On Titan, you have everybody. All of the, went, of the Gal- except for Nebula, all the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy except Nebula. Yeah. Oh, also Groot. Yeah. Groot goes away, and he's apparently he's his last he word dad. dad. Yeah, it's, I am Groot. Um, and left Tony and Nebula on Titan, and that scene with Spider Man was yeah. so heartbreaking of him going away. But the, the the sad part is when he says, I am Groot, and it's translated to dad, he's looking at Rocket. Yeah. Oh, he's looking yeah. right at Rocket. Yeah, like he's, he's looking right at Rocket. Like, he's he's a, he's basically saying, like, he's acknowledging the fact that that's his father figure. Well, and also, you know, that's a different Groot. That's not the same Groot right. from the original movie. And so this is the Groot that has grown up with Rocket as his caretaker. Um, and so basically there's half half of everybody has now disappeared. You yeah. end the movie with Thanos on his country cottage. Chilling, <laughs> sipping a little tea with a little smile on his face, realizing yeah. that he did his job and now he can relax. Yep. Um, and then he did the, exactly what he said he would do. And then the freaking credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, what just happened? People were freaking out. Yeah. They were. And I was like, I was like, this is a good end to this movie. I was so was. happy that they didn't cut it because I wasn't sure when they destroyed the Mind Stone. I forgot all about the Time Stone, of course. Yeah. And I was like, crap. Oh, man. I guess he's just going to beat them down now. I yeah. don't understand. And then I, saw, I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a Mind Stone. Oh, no. He's he's reverting time yeah. back. <laughs> and he's so cold and calculating like this. I know we, we started off this podcast talking about villains and how none of them have ever really made me worry about the um, hero. Killmonger did. Yeah, it made me kind of concerned, but then I was like, okay, obviously the movie's going to end well. Right. But with Thanos, I was like, someone's definitely going to die. Like, I yeah. mean, really die. So Loki died. Heimdall died. Yeah. For sure. Gamora's dead. I don't, I don't, maybe she'll be back for Guardians. I guess yeah. so, because cash cow, right? But I, I really, there was, there was a theory I heard, and I think they should do this just to mess with us, just to mess with us. Yeah. That all the sequels that they're coming up with are actually prequels or happen before Infinity War. Huh. That would be freaking amazing. But how would how would that work with like Black Panther? Black Panther has a sequel announced. I know. Just make a different, make a mo- another movie because Black Panther happened before Infinity War, the original movie. You could even go before yeah. that, and you can go before Civil. You can go before Civil War and do all this other stuff and just show his adventures. You don't even have to connect it to anything, and then people will never freaking know what. And the, well, the, well, I guess not because the no, next because of Interest Four is going to come out. But that's what I'm saying. They could just stay dead. I'm telling you right now, they would just stay dead. Yeah, that would be cool. So, and then the last thing we get is the end credit scene. Yeah, uh, where you get Maria Hill and Nick Fury, which I honestly thought was a flashback. Like I didn't, I didn't know when that was going to take mm. place. I really thought that that was that looked a lot like Civil um, Winter Soldier era. Oh, really? Uh, to me, at first. Um, and then everyone starts disappearing. Yeah, they throw in the nice uh, helicopter tribute to the the, the Thanos copter. Yeah, um, uh, and then you see like you basically Maria Hill and Nick Fury are driving down the road. There's a car that cuts them off, but there's no one in it. Um, and then everyone there's starts a bunch of ash on the seat. I think, or something. Yeah, everyone starts turning into ash, including Maria Hill, um, people around them, and then Nick Fury pulls out this intergalactic space pager. I think it was just a regular pager. But anyway. <laughs> oh no, it's intergalactic space pager. Uh, it starts sending so- something off before he can get uh, the MF word out of his mouth and gets turned into ash. Yeah. And then we see the Captain Marvel logo. Yeah. And then house lights turn on. House lights turn on. It yeah. was. I mean, it, so and the movie was great. Yes. And, um, and we spent a lot of time talking, but I, I think we need to, you need to run down the movie because there's so many great yeah. scenes and it's at a breakneck speed and everything is just happening, 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 yeah. happening, happening. Um, 
like I said before, the scene where they go make the axe, cut it out. That the movie was long. I mean, it was almost three hours long. It was like two and a half hours long, and it felt. It didn't feel long. It just felt like a marathon. It really it felt did. Like you ran a marathon. Yeah, like you were sprinting. I was the like sweating time. at the end of this movie because yeah. I'm just like freaking out about it. But they could have. I think they could have easily cut out that scene and just had him appear, and it would have had the same effect. Or done something different with it. It was just. I mean, it was just out of place. It was it, really out of place. It in the was. Movie. It was fine. Up until, like, I, I could tolerate the whole thing. And I laughed at the scene the first time. The second time, I was like, oh, that was cringeworthy. Is when um, Thor flies into the into the star mechanism to hold it open. And Itri says, you know, careful, boy, this this may kill you. And Thor goes, not, un- not unless I die. And then he goes, that's what I meant by kill you. <laughs> I don't even remember that scene yeah. because the scene was dumb. And then I fell asleep the second time I watched it. I did. I fell asleep during that yeah. scene specifically and woke up and I was like, okay, that scene's over. Um, so I, I will say, um, I'm going to say this once because I've been told not to say it more than once because the one particular person is tired of hearing it. This was a Thanos movie. Oh, definitely. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if, if you think movie. it's an Avengers film, it's definitely yeah. the story of Thanos. And I hope that they... Um, they go into the second movie as another Thanos movie because yeah. he's an intriguing character. I mean, I really think he is. People don't, and they kind of throw him away and cast him off as this silly little villain or this, you know, his really didn't have a, a plan that was thought out. But I mean, he was cold, calculating. He knew exactly what and, he wanted to yeah, do. I mean, he just he murdered his he yeah. murdered his daughter who he thought he loved, and in his yeah. heart he loved her, even though he was very cruel and mean and. In his mind, the world is cruel and mean. Yeah, and you know, I mean, that's just in his mind. He he was bringing peace. to to a world, to a universe that was falling into chaos Mm -hmm. because it was unbalanced. So I, I mean, he has a very interesting way of looking at things. Yeah, and he's wrong, by the way. Yeah, I'm definitely wrong. Shouldn't shouldn't do that. Shouldn't murder half the people. (laughs) I mean, you should just let them live. Yeah. Um. But you know, he and then he did what he wasn't trying to take. It's interesting because he wasn't trying to take over. He wasn't trying no, to get power. He wasn't, he wasn't trying, trying to create this empire or anything. He was just like, okay, I did it. Now I'm going to go free and be a farmer and go chill out on my lake front property. Yeah. That's what he did. He just went and sat down and sipped some tea, lemonade, man. Whatever. I wonder if he went to Gamora's home planet. I don't think so. Because he said it was a paradise. Maybe. Titan's gone. Titan is definitely gone. Titan's. Um, I think Tony's armor was real cool. Bleeding yes, Edge armor. The, that was awesome. The nanotechnology armor. Yeah, it was really cool. And how it could change yeah. into different things. And how, that whole scene where he's fighting Thanos and it's adapting to what's going especially on especially as he's losing mm-hmm. some of the nano particles because mm-hmm. they're getting blasted off yeah and how they're just kind of like they're going to where he needs the most protection or where he yes. needs the most power i thought that was very that well was done a very well done scene yeah. um thanos threw a moon at him so did he actually throw a moon he didn't throw or, a moon. or he threw he, pieces of yeah a moon. he like shattered the moon and brought down pieces of it that's even crazier yeah i mean throwing a moon because he would have injured himself yes right but he was just trying to he just took chunks of that moon yeah and threw it into uh, the titan which is another moon um i feel like one thing that we glossed over real fast because we started to pick up speed was um seeing the actual arms of the iron spider armor oh yeah like when that it first was came out yeah i think it first came out um when he goes to save dr strange from being sucked out, strange, of the, being sucked out yeah. right? they shoot out and just yeah and they come out like intuitively to yeah. protect him at certain times which is really cool yeah um i mean that was a real another amazing scene and then again you know uh bruce banner in the hulkbuster armor is pretty funny right in the, the conversation he had with hulk uh again yeah. and i'm trying to think if there's any no 
Like it's that's I mean there's there's a lot of cool sequences that big battle at the end there's a lot of stuff going on when Thor really arrives was. on scene yeah that was awesome man. yeah I mean again you know it kind of it reminded me of Thor Ragnarok when he was he jumped down and yeah. started doing stuff and that that song was playing what was it a was it was it the song the Led Zeppelin song yeah okay yeah. in the movie I'm okay. trying to the name yeah though. I'm I am too um I I do I was glad that they fixed his eye and we weren't gonna have eye patch <sighs> Thor for the longest time. I don't know, man. I, I think just, they could have done it in a different way. Yeah, it was dumb, um, they man. could they could have brought back his eye in a different way instead of it being like uh, uh Why can't he just have an eye patch? It, it was going to get old really fast. What who cares? I don't care about seeing an it's eye It's going to get old really fast. How is it old? It's I don't know. I'm glad they fixed it. I don't I don't think it was a good idea. I'm, I'm it, glad was they stu- fixed it. it was a stupid reason. It was yeah. dumb. It was just some eye the dude had and oh, try this eye. Yeah. Come on, man, really? It w- the way they handled it was not done well. The, the, yeah. That part of it is definitely my, my biggest criticism of it. The emotional breakdown that Thor has um, in uh, when they're going to the the, mm-hmm. the star. I can't remember the name of the star. It's your um, dumb, dumb, dumb. Um, there you go. That that sequence was a little... It, it just like... It's like they... It was forced in the the sequence of making uh, Stormbreaker again forced in but I'm glad that they fixed that he's not having to wear an eye patch around it's personal preference yeah. I'm glad that they fixed it Thor meeting Peter Quill yeah them are them, yes the, the mocking the mocking oh yeah. this is are my you, voice this is how I talk me I'm you're mocking me yeah. it was so hilarious yeah. dude um, <laughs> Rocket refers to them as morons. morons. It's like farewell morons. Good luck on your journey. <laughs> and I love that Thor called him Rabbit the entire time <laughs> and thought he was the captain of the <laughs> yes. ship. That was so good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, you know the stuff with like Peter and Gamora. The problem is that I, I know it's been two movies worth, and maybe I just don't remember the second one that much. I just it feels like. They didn't do enough to build that relationship. Well, even even when he's about to shoot Gamora in the head and um, Thanos goes, or like when, when he comes out and Thanos goes, oh, the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, I prefer to think of myself as like a, you know, kind of like a eternal booty call kind of thing. It's like he still like doesn't really show the depth of their relationship yeah. until the very end when he realizes that Thanos has killed Gamora. Yeah. Okay, so, I can see it. it just didn't have the emotional yeah. punch for me that it should have. Um, they might have waited a little bit too long to show like how emotionally attached he was. Yeah, I they could. Yeah. I don't know. It was just. It seemed like they were just flirting. Yeah, you exactly. Know? That was, it exactly. never seemed like they would actually. And they kissed a couple times, but I was just yeah. like, it was. It was weird because I don't. Again, like I don't remember from the second movie. Like, is this a relationship now? I'm confused. It definitely was more, but they fought. They had more of the okay. um, the father son battle kind of playing. Yeah. Out. Okay. And that one, I will say that one of my favorite scenes. So obviously Drax has one of my favorite scenes and then Mantis Invisible. Mantis, when they're walking into nowhere, when they're trying to see when they, they think they're watching Thanos, um, uh, get the collector and try to get him to give the reality stone. And Mantis walks into the ship. She's doing her arms like Mantis arms as she's sneaking by the rubble and just what? I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. As, as they're walking into nowhere, Mantis has her arms pried up like a praying mantis as as they're like sneaking into the into the planet or into the collector sh- uh, shop. It was just hilarious. Like the little touch that they did, the Russo brothers did uh, where they gave credit to the characters like it just 
it made this big monolith of a movie just kind of fill out. Not definitely. I mean, they did a great job of not wasting characters. Yeah. Um, everybody had time to shine, and it didn't feel like out of place. Even the stuff with going to that stupid star and yeah. all that. It, the Peter Dinklage felt out of place. Yes. But Rocket and Groot in that scene did yeah. not feel out of place, and they had their parts playing. It made sense. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't care. Yeah. Um. Uh. And maybe that's the one downfall of this movie is that they gave us too much to care about. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a, I guess there's a lot of stuff going yeah. on, and you know, at, at the end of it, you're kind of cheering for Thanos a little bit. You like you're a like, well, bit. I mean, he's doing you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird feeling because you're like, well, he has a point, and he's you know, he's not really he finished anything. his task. He's finished his task. Um, Captain America holding Thanos back. Yeah, and just and the look on Thanos. Yeah, face. he's like, what is going he's on? Like, he's like, you're he's really trying. He's like, oh, okay, like, uh, cool. <laughs> And then he doesn't kill him. I thought, like, when that scene came yeah. on, I was like, oh, he's going to die. He's going to get punched in the face and die. But he didn't. No. And then, uh, so I don't know. What do you think about the next movie then? Do you yeah. think it's going to be them just trying to figure it out with Captain Marvel? Um, I I don't think Captain Marvel is going to come in from the very beginning. Okay. Uh, I think she's going to be maybe mid, like, end of second act or third act. Um kind of uh, introduction into it um i think so we have two movies do we want to go into speculations yeah yeah about, that's what we're doing. okay so avengers 4 we have two movies that are coming out in between what just happened and the next avengers movie where we see the conclusion to this we, we see the conclusion to this 10 years worth of movie making so you have ant-man and wasp which takes place before infinity war Coming out in July. Yeah, coming out, coming out in July. Uh, takes place before Infinity War. And I think a little bit during, I think they said. So, right? Are you, fr- the from, from what be? I've read, this takes place before and after. So, uh, the villain in uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, Ghost, can operate in the quantum realm and in reality kind of at the same time. And I, I predict from kind of what I've read and uh, other speculations, like, you know, from the stuff that Nerdist has done... Um, they will probably fight in the quantum realm. Okay. And when they come out, uh, it's going to be post snap. Oh, okay. So they're like, going to, they're gonna, time moves by faster kind of thing. Well, time, time doesn't exist the same way as it okay. does in the quantum realm. Right. So they, they've shown like they have this little ship that they're going to navigate through the quantum realm mm-hmm. in, uh, so that they don't get lost. But when they come out, I believe that it'll be either post snap or something's going to happen where they're going to, they're going to realize, okay, crap, something just happened and we've missed it. Um, you also have Captain Marvel, which is going to take place in the nineties. And I feel like, uh, she's going to get the intergalactic space page, um, probably as a post credit scene. Okay. So and that's gonna, that's coming out before. Okay, yes. so it's going to find her origin, so we can bring her up to speed yeah. before she gets introduced yeah. in Avengers. Because all the all the set photos have shown her in the Marvel um, color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to get a third act. I've created my own costume, kind of thing, uh, and then cutscene like credits, cutscene, intergalactic space page. So a lot of people don't know who Captain Marvel is. Yeah. Right and. Yeah. I've been asked so many questions about that one scene and like who's yeah. Captain Marvel and this and that. I'm like, 
How do you not watch all these movies and not know Captain Marvel is? <laughs> Don't you know? Um, I mean, for me, it's like funny because I'm always like looking. Yeah. Well, what are they putting out? What's coming out? What's coming out? What's coming You're, out? Right. And there, no one. We also host cares. a pop culture. Yeah, podcast I know, but it's just it's we talk like, about this stuff. Don't you know Captain Marvel is, and like her power set because she's supposed to be ultra powerful, right? And she is, but I mean, when I think about Marvel, she's not. Her power set's powerful, but not as powerful as like I don't know Doctor Doom or you know even Thanos. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's. She's but got they, super strength. They've also, She's got a vulnerability. They've also cut back Thanos' power. Yeah. In the MCU. Well, they cut a lot of powers, yeah. a lot of people's power. Like, I think the reason, I don't th- I don't think Vision's going to come back. I think he's going to come back as White Vision. Without powers? Or, no. no? The, the, uh, so, I feel that Shuri took everything that she could, mm-hmm. made a... She was doing some stuff before he... Like, it, as yeah. soon as she realized that they were being attacked in the in the base, I feel like she took everything that she could... Made a made a copy of it, um, and she's going to rebuild them. Okay, because his shell is still there, right? The, the like black, he's he's, he's been he's just black and white or gray mm-hmm. monochrome shell of a body is still there. All she needs to do is find a way to take everything that she copied uh, outside of the Mind Stone and put it and put it, it back in into his in, into his into the machine that he is. And I think that uh, they'll probably choose the different one of the different color schemes that Vision has had. In the comics, this one probably being a white or a gray version of what Vision is. Okay. I, I predict Vision will come back. I think he's too big of a character. I think he's too powerful lines. of a character to come back. Maybe so. Because I mean, they neutered him in this movie yeah. from the get-go on purpose. Yeah. Because he's pretty, I mean, yeah. come on. He could have ha- easily handled these guys. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but so could have, I mean, in theory, so could have Hulk. He got beat pretty bad he by did, Thanos. Dude. But what's like the what's the science behind Hulk's power, right? Is the more you attack him, yeah. the stronger and bigger he gets. I think they neutered him too on purpose because yeah. it would have been I mean, they made some smart choices because then you're like, okay, well Hulk should be able to handle all right. the all the Black Order very easily or Thanos' right. children, whatever. Yeah. Um but I think they did a good job. They made some smart decisions. They kept me in the movie, and yeah. I mean, they made missteps here, there, and some things are silly. Yeah. But it's a it's a comic movie. I don't even care. I don't yeah. care about half the stuff. It's not gonna be like, Oscar why didn't they cut his arm off or something? I don't yeah. care. They didn't cut his arm off. It was they just a great. It. it was a great ride. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a great. Um, it was a great first part of the ending to this last ten years. Yeah, and yeah. It, I think it culminated into a good thing. I, I like how they didn't do any backstory they didn't try to fill anybody up and that's another thing. so another thing too is that there was no other than banner i don't thor a little bit i guess there wasn't a lot of character progression no there right? wasn't our character building because they've already built these characters up over 10 years yeah. so i'm glad they didn't do any of that and they just had stuff that was going on because i can relate to the characters and that was a very big risk yeah because some people watch and be like what's going on why is this happening who is that person yeah. what's this and i will say that this movie definitely relies on the fact that you've kept up with the series but i think you could still watch this movie and still enjoy it and enjoy it you just won't enjoy it as much you can you can enjoy it as an action movie yeah but you wouldn't be able to enjoy it from a story perspective yeah and, it, it, might, and it, it might seem muddled at times yeah. if you don't watch it and so I, I think it was a it was a calculated risk to do that without because other i think the safe thing would have been Let's just make an Avengers three, a real right. Avengers three. That's a sequel to like Age of Ultron, which I think that's a problem with Age of Ultron. They still try to do this character thingy instead of just relying on the movies, the right. individual movies, to drive that movie. Yeah, 
I mean, um, they really did try to pick up right from Avengers, yeah, for in or the first Avengers movie into Age of Ultron, exactly. And well, and, and they didn't you like they tried to do some character stuff with Tony, and, yeah, but it just it wasn't working out, man. And I think they they just should have just forgot the character stuff, yeah, and taken it from where he left off in the in the other movies and just continued there, yep. But the other movie was like Iron Man three, so <laughs> whatever. Yeah, who cares about that one? So yeah, very good movie. If you haven't, well, if you haven't seen, it, you just got spoiled the whole movie. You should still go watch it. Yes, um, it's quite enjoyable. But if you haven't seen it again, I mean, it's making all this money. It's crazy. It's going to be huge. It's going to make Marvel movies for another thousand years. Now <laughs> we're never going to stop getting uh, superhero movies, and I don't think we should. I I really enjoy them as long as they're good quality, like they have been. Yeah, I am down for more superhero films because yeah. I'm down for films that are good. Period. I don't care if the superhero they're films fun are not, to watch. You know, and, and James Cameron. Someone, yeah, oh. and then someone who's uh, I have a six-year-old son about to turn seven, and I'm going to enjoy taking him through this progression, just like how I'm going to enjoy like as I as he starts watching Star Wars. Yeah, right. Like I'll like this is going to after Avengers Four comes out, this is going to be something that I can say, okay, right, we're going to start with Iron Man, mm-hmm. and we're going to go all the way to Avengers Four, yeah. and that can be like just like something that we can watch together. Yeah, it's it's yeah. A, I mean it's it's a. It's epic, and it was bold from the very beginning, I think, when they finally came up with this idea of doing all these individual movies to culminate into the big Avenger team-ups. Yeah. And after that first one was just so wildly successful, they are like, okay, let's keep doing this. And along the way, they've had missteps and problems and things sure. that didn't work out, but they have refined it, gotten the right people in place, and made the right decisions. And they stick close enough to the source material that people don't get so mad. Yeah. But they don't stick so close that people are like, why is this happening? Because it makes no sense. Or make X Men movies. (laughs) Dang, X Men. Um, so yeah anyway let us know what your thoughts are on the infinity war did yeah. you like it what did you like about it did we miss some things that were really cool that you should have talked about uh, you can let us know what it's going to get stupid at gmail.com and you can find us on twitter at igtgs show or facebook facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid we're also on stitcher now you can uh get stitcher if you're a stitcher subscriber you can find our show just search for it's going to get stupid we're on the google play store we're in itunes uh we're, we're getting everywhere and we're everywhere we're also on instagram now we're on instagram just search for it. it's going to get stupid half and you'll, of the people are gonna die and you'll find our account josh, uh, josh brolin is a great thanos by the way I, really, I didn't highlight his thanos at all and talk about it but he's was amazing he thanos. was fantastic he 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 played that part so oh, well. it was so good yeah so anyway uh that's all we got for today uh thanks for sticking with us through all this uh, computer drama yeah and uh we're glad to be back Talk to you next week. 